Space Croutons! Space Croutons, season 3.14. of the circumference of any circle to the diameter of that circle, regardless of the circle size, this ratio will always equal pi. Did somebody say pi? The cortex left the residue with hours that were somewhat new. We traveled through both space and time, through snow globes and it was sublime. Space moved on, season 3.14. Say what? Space Greetings and salutations, one and all. Welcome to another episode of Space Crouton 3.14. This is Curdy Clammerwood. What do we have on the docket today, Sally? We join you today in the midst of trial and trepidation. Concerns abound for our friends as it has become all too clear that a serial killer, or two, are on the loose. Well, I share your concerns, Sally, but let's try to not jump to conclusions. Run down for the audience what we know so far. In our previous stories we met Jess, the invisible P.I., and experienced the demise of Renye. OG Mobstar lost his friend, Sadney, and the gunslinger is in pursuit of the man in black. And don't forget we had an actual serial killer contact us. We have suspects galore. Then, there is Shanti. Poor Shanti and her Groundhog Day predicament. How can we not help her? I must say, this season has gone from a magical mystery tour to something along the lines of Stephen King's The Stand. It is definitely time to take a stand. We need to help our friends and listeners. Yes, it is, Sally. And as my dad used to say... It's important to stand up for something, or else your backside will fall asleep. Now get me up off the john, I can't feel my feet. As always, your father knows how to cut to the chase. And trust me, that's much better than when he cuts the cheese. Now, how about playing a message from today's sponsor while I take a second to look over our situation? Today's sponsor is the Insanity Lottery. Call us crazy. Just a little touched. <laughs> but maybe we've just stared at the sun a little bit too much. Not a lucky person. Always miss the mark. Come on now and play our game and we'll bring you out of the dark. You're always wishing for some money. Come play the lottery. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Don't be mistaken, it's your destiny. Come win the lottery. Are you the kind of person that can't hit the broadside of a barn, can't bite your way out of a paper bag, never win the door prize or table centerpiece, passed over for student council, passed over for kickball, stood up for a date, stood up at your own wedding, stood up at an open mic only to discover you were out of wake? If so, this is the lottery for you. We cater to those who just can't win, who can't catch a break. Bigger than the Mega Ball, it's gigantic. It's humongous. It's insane. It's insanity ball. And unlike wishing wells, wishing upon a star, or birthday wishes, we come in threes. Like the Three Stooges? No. Like the Three Amigos? No. Like when celebrities die or when bad things come in threes? No. Like Three Wishes? Yes. The movie? Oh, no. Three is the number of wishes. No more and no less. The number of wishes is three, and three is the number of wishes. Not four. Four is right out. Wishes are not intended to replace hard work or planning. They should not be confused with luck, providence, or kismet. Wishes cannot be combined with other offers, programs, or coupons. The Insanity Lottery is not responsible for any loss in wages, personal drive, or friends. The Insanity Lottery is a subsidiary of a subsidiary of Disney, but cannot be associated with Aladdin, Cinderella, or any copyrighted materials. Are you insane? In a little cult? Do you always act the same, but expect a different result? Never been a winner. Always come in last. Our lottery will change your life. Change it in a blast. You're always wishing for some money. Come play the lottery. Don't be mistaken. It's your destiny. Come win the lottery. They're always saying it's insanity. Come play the lottery. We're only playing, take it seriously. Come win the lottery. Here at the Insanity Lottery, even a blind hog finds an acorn. What will be your acorn? <laughs> And we're back. I don't know about you, but that commercial makes me feel like buying a lottery ticket. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Perhaps today's story can answer that question. What question? What is the worst that can happen? Oh, that was a rhetorical question. Was it? So, what's today's story? Today's story was sent to us by a new listener, Charlie. But... Perhaps I should play it instead of giving away the good parts with an ill-placed synopsis. Yes, please. Call me Ishmael. (laughs) No, call me Charlie. My story starts innocently enough. I had a simple routine life as a librarian in Central City. I picked up my usual order from the diner on the way to work and always ended the night with my cat on my lap watching an episode of Orange is the New Black, Russian Doll, or Poker Face. Until, until on a whim, which I seldom have, I bought a lottery ticket. 
The hype was incredible. How could I resist? The pot had never been higher, and I guess <laughs> neither had I. <laughs> it was insane. So I broke down and bought a ticket. Just a single ticket. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Well, let me tell you. I really had no idea. So yeah, I won. I won. It still doesn't seem real, but I won. I had never bought a ticket, never won door prizes, never got good parking spaces or found money on the street. Shoot, I usually only got one sock back in the laundry. I think the dryer eats them. Anyway, yeah, I won. I asked to remain anonymous and was never interviewed on TV or even a podcast, but somehow they found me anyway. Before I knew it, they were coming out of the woodwork. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. <coughs> The winnings actually came in the form of a lamp. Not an electric lamp, but an old oil burning lamp, like from Aladdin. To be honest, I was initially disappointed. It was a little beat up and tarnished. I really thought it was a joke. Then I had an image of Will Smith coming out of the lamp with snarky comments, so I figured, eh, what the hell? I started rubbing on it, and rubbing, and rubbing, and sure enough... I am Jeannie. In my dream, you had light brown hair. Oh, that's my sister. So, as the winner of the Insanity Ball Lottery, you get three wishes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wishes? Not money? Well, Charlie, you could take the scheduled payment allotment option, but nobody does that, so I usually don't even mention it. Three wishes, huh? Okay, well, let's start with... Wait, wait, wait. I have a quick disclaimer first. All wishes are final and cannot be combined with other wishes or coupons. You can wish for things like love, but there is no guarantee that you define love the same way we define love. So take your chances if you dare. Oh, and you can't wish for more wishes. Is this a monkey paw situation? Like for every wish I have to give up something? No obligation on your part. Restrictions including blackout periods may apply. Oh, and you may be required to sit through a two-hour presentation. Like a timeshare. You say timeshare, but at Times Square timeshare, we say a life-changing experience. That may include never-ending maintenance fees. Ah, good to know. I'll be sure to avoid those. Anyway, for my first wish, I would like... Wait! We also need complete access to your phone and all data accounts to better coordinate your wishes. My data? Well, just the unimportant stuff like your location, browsing history, social posts, and some miscellaneous accounts to be named in the future. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and what? Some miscellaneous accounts to be named in the future. What? And certain miscellaneous accounts to be named in the future. My what? No way! But all the data will be stored in the country of your choice and will not be shared with any foreign governments. Yeah, I don't think so. Suit yourself. Your experience may be delivered at a diminished level.
That's fine. You can't have access to my data. Oh, no. Never. So, how can I help you? Well, let me think about it. I want to word it correctly. For my first wish, I would like more riches than I can ever spend. More than you can ever spend? Are you sure? I am sure. Is that your final answer? Yes, yes, that is what I want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Boing! What? Notification from my bank. Oh, yeah. My bank says money was just deposited into my account. What? Oh, it's, it says more money was deposited. And more. And more. It just keeps coming. My total is just X's now with no actual numbers. And it says the app will update once the deposit's complete. <laughs> they won't. Uh, won't what? Complete. More than you can spend. More than I can spend. Yeah. More than I can spend. Or so I thought. I held off making my second wish. No rush, right? Well, that is when, as I mentioned before, people started coming out of the woodwork. It seemed to start off innocently enough. Kids in the neighborhood would show up at my door selling cookies, candy, popcorn, Christmas trees, mattresses, you name it. Then came the phone calls. At first, they were legit. American Heart Association, Jerry's Kids, St. Jude's, but it quickly took a dark turn. Nonprofits that I have never heard of and civic organizations with questionable goals were quickly followed by sketchy investment opportunities. And they were not just coming from strangers. Family would contact me with stories of need. Aunt Sophie needed an operation. Junior needed tuition help. Cousin Keith needed a quick loan to keep his head above water. Then my little brother was kidnapped. But they wanted not money, but a fishing boat. Come on, a fishing boat? Come to find out, he hadn't been kidnapped. He made up the story just to get a new fishing boat. I was at my wit's end. It was time to talk to Jeannie. Hello, Chuck. How's it going? Not well. You didn't tell me about the hassle that came with unlimited wealth. I believe I walked you through the disclaimer. Not responsible for the loss of friends. Can't combine wishes. Etc. 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 Well, in that case, I want to use my second wish. That I can help you with. What is your second wish? I need to be able to tell if people are lying. And that will solve your issue? I think so. I'll be able to handle anything that comes along just as long as I can tell if they are lying. Are you sure? I am. Is that your final answer? It is. Very well. Boing! I didn't feel anything. Are you sure you did it? Let me check. Yes. Very sure. And remember, all sales are final. All sales are... Wait, wait a minute. I call BS. BS? Yeah, BS. I can tell you're lying. I can tell you're lying. Woo-hoo-hoo! 
I can tell you're lying. But the question is why? I'm just looking out for your best interest. I can look out for my own best interest. Suit yourself. But when you're ready to nullify everything, just let me know. And why would I do that? You'll know when you're ready. Over the next few days, I noticed that whenever I talked to someone, I knew when they were lying. Shoot, if I were face-to-face, I could even see a colorized mist around them. A glow. (laughs) I guess it was their aura. I don't know. But the color helped me determine their intentions. Honorable, mischievous, violent. I had a new lease on life. Well, knowing what people really thought, or at least knowing when they were lying, really helped with scammers and family alike. I developed a knack for asking the right questions, which led to their true intentions. But something was missing, and that something became evident on my next visit with Jeannie. Just a minute, and go. I had to get to the end of an episode. An episode of what, Jeannie? Oh, of Space Croutons, the podcast. You won't believe it. There's a serial killer on the loose. A serial killer? Is it a true crime podcast? Not really. True crime podcasts investigate and report after the fact. Space Croutons is an interdimensional travel show that saved us from eternity and has now stumbled across a serial killer who is actively taunting the show and its listeners. You should really listen to it. Hold on. Let me play a clip. I can assure you I have tried everything I could think of to alter the events. Hiding in the employee bathroom, trying to escape out the back door, changing the specials, refusing to make the food, changing the station on the radio. Well, that's how I happened upon your show. Getting Kipper to talk to me. He's actually a pretty decent fellow. I even tried to arm myself with some kind of weapon, but the killer has outsmarted me every time and the results are always the same. I died from a gunshot to my head. I have no idea if my killer is the one you are looking for, but I mean I sent you my story and I am going to die, so please consider my situation. Not sure if you will even get this, but what else am I going to do? And in the meantime, I know where I will be. Chantilly. Well, bless my achy breaky heart, Cordy. It sounds like Chantilly needs our help. I agree, Sally. It's like my dad used to say. You can be a man with a plan or a man of action. But either way, you're going to fail if you don't plan your action and then act on your plan. So plan on turning me some ice cream and then go get some nuts for the topping. I'm aching for a sundae. Sally? Why don't you search for the Half-Life Bar and Grill, find out where it is or was, and I'll do the sign-off. Right you are. And while we won't let our babies grow up to be cowboys, we will be on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Okay, friends. Just ignore Sally and think about what Chantilly is going through. If you know anything you think might be helpful to stop what's happening, or anything regarding the other deaths we're investigating, we need you to call in. Don't wait. 
hesitate, or procrastinate. Lives are in the balance. And of course, join us next time for another episode of Space Croutons Season 3.14. As always, stay safe and keep peace in your heart until our next story ties. You're not kidding, Jeannie. It does sound like they could use some help. Funny you should say that. I happen to know someone who can tell when people are lying. You mean me? How about you? You can grant wishes. Only if they win the lottery. I guess I could use my third wish to help them. You could, but I suggest you hold on to it. I think you're going to need it. But your BS meter, mm, that is something they could really use. And so, that is why I am contacting you, Curdy. I have listened to your podcast, and I think I can help with your current situation. And, by the way, I really like the theme song. Very catchy. Curdy, that is where the recording ends. Well, wasn't that interesting? Listening to part of our last episode inside of our current episode. Kind of like looking into a mirror opposite another mirror. Oh, maybe that is yet another portal. That is an interesting observation, but more importantly, did you get the fact that Charlie can tell when people are lying? Don't you think she would be a real asset in finding the killer? She just might at that, Sally. Thank you for cutting to the chase. I guess the stories of your father are rubbing off on me. Maybe so, Sally. And to steal from Roald Dahl, I think Charlie could be our golden ticket. Sally, set up a call to pull our new team together. We have a killer to catch and a caper to solve. You've got it, Cordy. And to our listeners, it is indeed time for action. Join us next time as we start on our quest to capture a killer. And as always, keep peace in your heart until our next story time. If you want to join in, if my captain has some hints, tell your friends and neighbors, we'll be adding capers to the space through on season 3.14. Croutons is a work of original fiction. Similarities to persons, situations, or events, real or fictional, is coincidental and unintentional. Created and written by Jerry, Jace, John, Della, and Jeff Goodson. Episode story by Jerry. Original music by Della, Jeff, John, and Jerry. Production by Jeff and Jerry. Featuring the voice talents of Patsy Puckett, Jean, Jeff, and Sally. Entire work copyright 2022 by Jeff, John, Jerry, Della, and Jace Goodson. This has been a Good Witch Audio Production.